This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Time till we're on. We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Well, not really. No Sats. Uh, he's holidaying uh, in... Oh, that's what he does. Let's feel like Sats is in here. Mate, put your hand up. I know you better wave. (laughs) Put your hand up, mate, when you're going to push the button. What was that? That was him having a go at you. Again. That's all he does, mate. Hello, Gary Belch. Hello, Hello, Jason. uh, Welcome to Sports Day. How'd you go with the rat last night? Yeah, good. Thanks, Annette. I'm I'm not sure if the listeners didn't enjoy it. You got some some really good uh, feedback. Did you know last night, did not know this to her partway through the show, and mentioned his dad and, you know, and uh, growing up and that pressure that comes with that. Yeah. Because we were talking about sporting couples and what they go through. And it was the 17th anniversary yeah. of the passing of the great Steve Rogers last night or yeah. yesterday. I saw that on his uh, social media yeah. today. Yeah. Wow. He didn't mention it or anything, did he? He's... No. Well, I guess you're not going to walk in and say, oh, that's... Yeah, I know. But, um, yeah, a very special day for him and difficult day in many ways, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so that was quite interesting. But, yeah, he's he very good and uh, got some great feedback of the rat. That's good. Any, any about you? No, no, nothing? No, Badge Get Lost was a couple of them said. Uh, no, anyone? actually, Bondi Jack had a crack at me about – because he's a, he's a Nick Curios fan club member oh. for how um, wonderful Nick is. Um, but, yeah, I get that. I get that. There's, there's going to be people that, you know, disagree with me. There's not many. <laughs> but, <laughs> but from you and Bondi Jack, Wookie. I don't like. Hang on, are you a are you a Curios fan? Are you? No, no, I'm not either. Yeah, no, I'm, I don't mean, start I, I mean, me. on most things. Oh, you and I disagree. Absolutely, we don't. Mm. But anyway, that's all good. Hey, uh, welcome to the show, by the way, uh, yeah, for thanks. our listeners through oh. the Super Radio Network. Uh, those listening to Two SM in Sydney, hello, hello, and uh, welcome to the show. Uh, also, the SEN track stations across the country, and those through the SEN app. You can get the two, uh, full two-hour show on there tonight. Just download the SEN app and uh, look for Sports Day. Get it on, yeah. Get the SEN app on Spotify. No. God. Uh, if you want to be involved, 0457 736 736 or 1300 is our number. How was everyone's New Year's? Like, I wasn't here last night. How Good was and it? What did you do? We just went to a local uh, restaurant and smashed plates and stuff because um, it was Greek. And um, I thought because of what you didn't like the food. And it food. was okay. And we, actually, I, I'm not a big fan, to be honest. I'm not a massive fan, so I won't mention the restaurant. Oh. But it was a nice night, very nice night. It was a good atmosphere and music playing and stuff, but I'm just not into the food. Don't you like Greek food? Well, like probably octopus. the only Greek restaurant I know that, had, that made octopus that was too tough to chew. Okay. I'm going, what's going on there? Don't name the restaurant. No, I won't then. Um, <laughs> but you'll know it if you know where I live. No, no, it's and, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and then on New Year's Day, went to a uh, concert. Oh, I saw Pete Murray at the Kingsley Hotel. Oh, how good out, that Very be? good. Very, it very would have been good. packed at the Kingo. I was. I think 1,200 capacity and it was sold out. No And way. chockers and – yeah, great. He's just he's just very – he's outstanding. Well, I've got friends that stay at the, the caravan park across the road. Mm. And they go down every – they stay down every Christmas. They, they couldn't for a year or so while it was being done yeah. up again. But um, they one of the reasons they stay there every year is because there's so many good bands come to well, the Kingscliff Hotel. Can I tell you what? They could have just sat in their caravan they do. and heard it. They do. In fact, we were inside, we paid, and there was people outside just sitting in the outside sort of smoking area. And there's, there's often times where they close it all up so you can't quite hear it. Well, they had to have the windows, some of the windows open because it was it's pretty hot. hot. Yeah. Um, there's people just sitting outside having a dart and a, and a beer and, and getting the concert for free. That's yeah. me, Nick. Anyway, I'll keep that to myself. Beryl on the pokies would have been getting a bit of Pete Murray <laughs> no, with the no, free spins. No, the pokies are too far away. They're, oh. they're tucked right up the back. As they do. They tuck them away. Do they? They right. don't want to be seen. Okay. All right. Isn't that what happens? I don't know, You Batch. play the pokies. Like, what do you mean I play the pokies? You know, you're always talking about Queen of the Nile. and <laughs> Queen of the Nile. <laughs> yeah, right. Good sort, the Queen of the Nile. Hey, uh, you can find us on TikTok too. Look up uh, Badge Sats uh, SCN and grab a podcast of the show, uh, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, the best places uh, to do so. I'm fangirling tonight. Mm, you're you know, always I'm, fangirling. This will be like my daughter's meeting Ed Sheeran tonight mm. because our special guest coming up soon. You, you think this is a girl? No. No, oh, no, 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 no. Because of his name? No. What do you say, you're fangirling? No, no, that's a, a term the young kids use nowadays. Well, what if it's not a girl, though? No, no, fan, no, it doesn't matter. Imagine if I was a female and it was my favourite, per- my hero or Then you'd be fangirling. I'd be fangirling. Kim Hughes. But Kim. now you're fanboying him. No, I'm not. You are. Fan- yeah, what am I? Kim Hughes. I said uh, that. Will be joining <laughs> us in around about the next 10, 12 minutes. So if he's listening to this rubbish, Champion. he won't be. More more known for his, um, his you know, break, breaking down. He's so upset when he got sacked from the Australian captaincy. Then his brilliant career. What a we an didn't outstanding get sacked, player. Batch. He stood down. Oh, he stood down, did he? There you go. Well, he was. Well, he's yeah. Australian. He stood down. Because oh, all the crap. And he took away a, a rebel tour to South Africa too, didn't he? Yeah, well, that was after he got dropped from the Australian mm. cricket team. But that—that's, um, yeah, he's he's in a doco at the moment, the one about uh, Alan Border, and it's an amazing doco. Fox Cricket have made it. There's two episodes out of three at the moment. I think it's called My Life, My Story, Alan Border. Yep, but it, it's unbelievable. I've heard it's great. Yeah, I haven't seen it. And, and what surprised me, Badge, I'd never given it a thought in my life, was just how how close. It seems Kim Hughes and Alan Border were because AB was Why his. Why that surprise you? Well, no, no, but I just, I don't know. Kim Hughes speaks of Alan Border with great admiration. Right. And you barely hear that nowadays. And I just, I thought, wow. I just thought, I didn't realise they were that close. Yeah, good. You know, they really supported each other. So, And, of course, Kim Hughes played under Alan Border. Yeah, when, well, when he, he AB down. took over, didn't he, yeah. when he stepped in? Yeah. So we'll have a chat to Kim Hughes about that. And we'll also see what he thinks about man-catting. And also, the cricket is going off in what bad the, light what today. What about the bad light today? You know what? I've got a bit of an issue with this, Woogie. It was a dead set batsman's wicket, wasn't it? And they were saying how hard it was for the bowlers and the bat. And all of a sudden, it swings the other way when it gets a little bit darker. Well, Labuschagne edges one to second slip. Oh, yeah. And then they go off. And they went off a, 
Oh, they they came back on for a little while. They went off again. And I know it's terrible weather in Sydney and it's going to, you know, it's going to be shocking for a while, but I know. And Alan Border, we were just talking about, he went out on the field and he went, this, this isn't too dark. Listen, the first time they went off, I kept a track of this, was 2.18 this afternoon. It's not dark at 2.18. Harden up. Can be. It wasn't, though. I mean, I wasn't there. No. But (laughs) it didn't look like it. And the the, the umpires get out there, little light meters. Um, Elgar, the, 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 um, the captain for South Africa, was given the opportunity to bring his spinners on, but he's... His paceman was starting again on top. Yeah, yeah, maybe because they couldn't see the ball. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, geez, come on, cricket, fix this problem. You can't keep stopping and starting games. This is why you lose eyeballs. Mm. You're not going to, at the end of the day, the Aussies are two for 147 at stumps. Warner and Lavishane, well, the men. It's not out. the end of the day. Well, it is it's for them. The middle it's, of the day. Well, yeah, they came on. I think they went off three times today. Yeah. It's not a spectacle. And why? Here's the thing. They go off a bad light, but the SCG lights are on. Mm. Like, it doesn't make sense. The lights badge. are on. Why aren't they playing with a pink ball? Just in case. Why not? Or white ball. But they're wearing white clothes. Okay, badge. and get changed. So, right. Yeah, I think we talked about this off the air. So yeah. you, you're suggesting we play test cricket with a white ball? Well, I'm just suggesting let's play. Let's just not go. Seriously, they've got, two other, they've got other options. There's got, what is the Especially fix? Especially... Especially the pink ball. You're right. Yeah, just a little. Just had some early dinner, actually. What is this? A nursing home? Yeah. <laughs> well, I had what early had? lunch, so I had leftover Thai from last night. Oh, nice. My wife had. Yeah, I didn't. Wasn't nice, actually. Wasn't it? They made some bad choices. You're not gonna. You're not gonna vomit, are you? Well, I tell you about this Thai restaurant. It's beautiful, but they got it wrong. Anyway. Listen. <laughs> stop complaining about restaurants. <laughs> Half of us don't get to go out and eat, mate. We can't. Oh, afford I know, it. I, and I don't eat out all the time. Yes, you do. But it want to be bloody good when you pay for it. Anyway, Australian cricket legend Kim Hughes uh, will be on the show really soon. Um, he was my hero growing up. Kim Hughes was my favourite cricketer. Badge, mm. who, who was yours when you were growing up? Uh, Bradman? Uh, n- <clears throat> Brown? No, before him. Bill Brown. Uh, no, DK Lilly. He was yeah. the man. He had the swagger and the hairy chest and the chains and the... And the just brilliant bowler. Yeah, it was it was DK Lilly. But I loved Greg Chappell too, the way he I just love that that those straight drives. He could just so so elegant the way he played. Mm. They were the they were the champions. What about one of the day, day cricketer? Well, man, that's well, that's Ted. What about one day? Was it one day, Dean Jones? Yeah, uh, more swashbuckling like Hooksy. Yeah, Hooksy, yeah. Love the way he played. Hey, I just got a text here from uh from oh, I think it's Glenn. Great. To, no, we're not going to read that one out. No, this one, Rooster Muzz. Um, Happy New Year, Woogie. I was waiting for the EPL update by Jack last night. All we got was crickets. Oh, that's right. Liverpool got lapped. Yeah. It's a different Jack. Well, no, Jack. We've got a different Jack. Well, the first Jack. Yeah. He's the you know he's in here all the time. Got, he's off. He's got a bad throat. Big Jack, we've got. So that's little Jack. What do you mean by big Jack? But he's a bigger. He's a bigger man. He shook my hand last night and he broke it. Yeah, but you had gout last night. How is your gout? It's a bit sore. I didn't shake hands with anyone today. <laughs> but anyway, we got Big Jack. Um, and but he, he still, you reckon he still can do an EPL update for us? Can yeah, he, he likes he likes soccer as well. Is he happy to get on and give us an EPL update later? Oh, possibly. What's yeah. going on? Jack will do it. Oh, actually, he has sent through a really good quote here from today, Steve from Steve War. Test cricket needs to realise there's a lot of competition out there, 
and not using the lights when the players are off for bad light simply doesn't add up. Lots of unhappy spectators who can't understand the rationale and reason for no play. So he's saying they didn't use the lights while they were off for bad light. Well, they were on. Were they? Mm-hmm. Okay. That kind of says that they should have used them. All right. So I've got two questions for our listeners tonight. Okay. What's your fix for bad light? Like, seriously, in this day and age, we should not be going off for bad light when all the stadiums we play at have lights. And we can use pink balls. And, and surely yeah. that is that we're getting to the stage where we can play with a pink ball all the time, just in case. And I also want to know, uh, do you have any questions for Kim Hughes? 0457 736 736. Yeah, and I'm getting to that. You said you had two questions. That I was mean, two. three now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was never very good at math. Uh, Although, if I was having a bet, I could work that out. Mm. You know. Uh, but yeah, also, who was your favourite cricketer growing up? Uh, for you, it was DK Lilly. For me, it was Kim Hughes. I also, Hooksy. my favourite one day, my, and Hooksy for you, my favourite one day cricketer, and this is random. With Sean Graff. What? Remember Sean Left Graff? Left arm bowler? Yeah, all rounder. He's it? now I think he's now the boss of Victorian cricket. Really? Mate, he was, I don't know why. I just loved watching Sean him play. Graff. And my missus loves Simon O'Donnell. Oh, he's a good player. Yeah, great wasn't he? Player. Yeah, great to watch. Now we work with him. It's a bit awkward. Oh, okay. She's yeah. got a bit of a... Well, she wants she's to come fanboying to him, is she? <laughs> oh, four, five, seven, seven, Girl, three, girling, sorry. Seven three. I wish she was fangirling me. Uh, 0457-736-736. Who was your favourite cricketer growing up? Tell us why tonight on the show. Simon Orchard from New South Wales Greyhounds got a couple of tips for us uh, for tonight. And that's ridiculous. Uh, yes, we want to hear yours. 0457-736-736 or 1300-01-1170. You know what I find ridiculous? What? That catch on the boundary the other night. I should have mentioned this last night. On Michael Nisa. I'm going to get into Come it. Come on, later. that's ridiculous. Rosie, he ran around, he, he took 28 steps over the boundary, he still took the catch. It's within the rules, Badge. It was a great catch. But? They had everyone scratching their head at the gamma. But should it be? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, then, I, d- I don't want to preempt what you're going to say, but if that's allowed, then surely fielders on the boundary can stand outside the rope and come in. Surely they can do that. Yeah, well... Yeah, but you've got to leave the field of play to make a catch or be in the field of play. Well, Last he, step. He, he didn't. Well, that's what, yes, oh, I know. I that's why it was confusing. Uh, Steve wants Brett Kenny on the show, by the what, way. What? Well, we just, we've got Matty Rogers, Steve. <laughs> we'll try to get Bert on for you, Steve. Absolute champion. One of the all-time greats. Um, and many would suspect he could be a... Our future immortal. I think it might have just bolted on him, but geez, he's up to that class. What a champion. He yeah, sure is. Australia 2 for 147. Stumps has been called. Uh, Usman Khawaja, 54, not out. Good to see Uzi in the runs. He averages something like 90 odd in Test cricket at the SC, or 90 odd at the SCG. He okay. just loves that ground. He grew up on it. Dave Warner was out for 10 early. Marnus Labuschagne. He was a good 10. One of the best. It was. It was very good. It was two boundaries, Patch. How that, what. Anyone Can I finish else the, in the score? Slips? I just want to finish the score. Yeah, here. just let me Ma- comment Ma- on that. Marnus Lavishane out for the second time uh, on 79 and Steve Smith didn't even face a ball. What do you mean for the second time on Well, 79? that nick to second slip. He was out. Mm. 
And that's going to be a part Should've of. Been. Well, that's going to be a part of my. That's ridiculous. Oh, don't give it away. A little later on. Um, and hey, by the way, would anyone else have caught that catch off David Warner? But but from seven foot, <laughs> Marco Yankin Jansen. Jansen. Really? Oh, bucket hands. He caught it next to his left ear. Yeah. Anyone else would have been diving full stretch up in the air or jumping? What about um, Matty Renshaw? Welcome return to the Australian cricket team and has COVID. So does that mean he's got a, he can't play until he tests? No, he can play. There's no isolation anymore. So he, when he's ready, when, when they're down to him, ready to bat, he just goes out there. And can't go near anyone. Yeah, so at, it was it was interesting because when they stood around for the national anthem this morning, everyone's arm in arm except for him. He's at the end, a minute and a half away from. Right. I think it was Josh Hazelwood. Is he crook? Is he just? Tested no, he's, well, he's, he's been tested. Well, he seemed okay. He was sitting on the sideline on the boundary, so he wasn't in the dressing room. He was sitting on the boundary in what is a, a humid day in Sydney in a jumper. So that may, but he looked, no, he looked fine. He looked happy. He was talking, he was chatting, he was laughing. So, mm. hey, with all of these stoppages today in rain, uh, it's great for his recovery. True. A couple of Panadolans straight to bed tonight. Yep. He'd be in bed now. <laughs> would he? he would have already had his dinner like me. Yeah, right. Nice and early. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Uh, before we go to the break, Rooster Muzz, who's his favourite cricketer? Kevin Douglas Walters. Dougie Walters. Yeah. Uh, how good was he? A little bit before my time. But I do – I have seen that 100 he hit before lunch. Yeah. In a test, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Amazing player. Pretty handy. Uh, give us a call, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, or text 0457 736 736. Got to go to a break. Other side of this, Kim Hughes joins us here on Sports Day. <laughs> The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Good shot. A fine shot and a great hundred, that. You'll see a lot of hundreds in test cricket but you won't see too many gutsier ones than that. Nine for 198. Kim Hughes, a level 100. And there haven't been too many innings for teams where a player has dominated so much. That's not bad, Badge, is it? He's made 100 out of 198 runs scored for the Aussie team and then nine for. There you go. That was a good knock, 1981-82. What a champion. Against the Windies, uh, Kim Hughes, our Aussie interview of the month. It's important to buy Australian right now. Look for the logo to be sure it's Aussie. Kim Hughes, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Yeah, look, it's fantastic to be with you. And can, do you want to play it again? <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you a copy of it. How good was it to hear, <laughs> hey, Kim, how good was it to hear Richie again, though? I mean, like, to hear Richie... Call you hitting 100 against Please. the Windies in their prime, that must give you chills. You know, it, it does. And look, I, I saw, I commentated for the ABC just on radio when the West Indies played in Perth, and they were embarrassing. And it's, it's sad to see where West Indies cricket is at the moment when you consider that in the sort of the start of the mid, uh, sort of latter part of the 70s, into the 80s, and all that sort of thing. They were the best side in the world and possibly, I've always felt the best side that's ever played the game because no one's 
ever had four great fast bowlers and then you put in some scrubbers like Greenwich and Haynes oh. and Larry Gomes and Bib Richards and Clive Lloyd wow. <laughs> and Jeff Dujon, um, mate, they'd, they'd walk into any team in any uh, environment. But they, look, they were the great days, and it's just a pity uh, where, uh, where West Indies and even South African cricket, I know they've lost you know, four or five absolute stars, you know, uh, Fatou Plessis and uh, uh, Amlar, um, and Jacques Cullis and people like that yeah. uh, over the last four or five years. But uh, they've, they've been, and, and really, you know, what Australian fans, yeah, we want to see our side win, but you also want to see some decent competition. Yeah. Um, yeah. And with the exception of maybe a, that young Norsky, the, the, uh, the, the quick bowler who bowls at 150 plus, he, he looks a real fine prospect. Rubada's been disappointing. Um, Bavumba, you know, has been steady and poor old uh, uh, Dean Elgar, the captain. And it's one of those things when you need it most, you get it least. Mm. And when things are going your way, you get the rub of the green, someone drops a catch. Poor old Edgar, the, the, the way he got out uh, in Melbourne, sort of tickled one down leg side. You're thinking he must have run over about five black cats. That's what happens yeah. in sport at times. Yeah, well, and you're talking about that um, Nokia bowling and he's just he's he's ripping yeah. into him 150 k's now and you before we talk about today's game i just want to go back to that those windy sides you, you faced and uh you know the incredible bowling of likes of roberts and holding and uh, and co um you face them that yep. sort of speed without a helmet yeah how was that when you look back on it yeah well uh, well i remember being in the state senior squad at the age of 16 and in those days, you had the U-Butte side pad, which was half an inch thick, the old green pimple gloves. <laughs> I'm nearly 69, so they were then. Yeah. And you had the old pink plastic protector. And I can remember facing Dennis Lilly in the nets, mad terror away, and he was running downhill and sort of with the sea breeze behind him. And as it sort of, you know, cannon into the back fence, embedded itself into the wire, and I... Was get, I remember the first time I faced him, and I got it out. And I, I had a smile on my face, thinking I'm trying to be nice and helpful. He thought I was being a smart ass, and uh, <laughs> uh-huh. when the ball missed my head, he said, Sorry, so I missed your head, you curly headed person, which I won't <laughs> say on radio. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, we're, and particularly in Perth, where we could all play well off the back foot because good bowlers didn't bowl to you half volleys. And, and I faced the quickest bowler of them all before I got injured was Jeff Thompson. And he was uh, the quickest by five to eight yards quicker than anybody or kilometres per hour uh, until he got injured and then he wasn't quite the same. But uh, so, you know, when the West Indies came along, uh, people like Graham Wood and Bruce Laird and, and myself, you, you know, we, we played a lot at the Wacker where you did play well off the back foot and, and you needed to play the really good quicks off the back foot. Otherwise, you wouldn't hang on to your head too often. And they don't, didn't bowl too many up volleys. No. <laughs> Not that I can remember. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> it, it really has gone in favour of the batsmen a lot now, hasn't it? And we just were talking about a little bit earlier today. You know, it's a pretty flat pitch there, it seems, at the, uh, at the SCG. And the moment things may have swung for the bowlers with that, the light getting a bit dimmer, they, they go off. What's your, what are your thoughts on the... They're losing so much play today before the weather, the well, bad weather set in, but the, the light call. Yeah, well, you, you know, poor old Lavashane, mind you, he, he, he faced the West Indian and Smith over here, 
And I could have gone out and got runs against them. Their field settings were pathetic and their endeavour. So, you know, when you get 200 and then, uh, well, whatever it was, it was an absolute truckload. You'll never get easier. But he got a brute of a ball from Norskia, you know, uh, and, and then they went off. So you, you sit back and you think, well, if, if you went off one ball later, um, what was, you know, was it any different to what was one ball earlier? Um, so I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't quite fathom that. And certainly Lavashane would be saying, well, for God's sake, you know, and it's only because he got out. Mm. But I think they then thought, oh, well, we'll go off. Well, Lavashane would be, he'd be filthy about that. So, uh, but they've got all the Geiger counters or the whatever it is, the, the light counters to do, um, you know, to have, have a look at that. But um, I'm convinced that they only came off simply because, well, it was a wicket and it was a brute of a ball. Yeah. I mean, Lavashane just couldn't do anything about it. You've got to give credit to the bowler on a pretty flat uh, deck. But, you know, that was the good thing about, you know, you had a good, quick wicket in Perth. Melbourne early days were really up and down. You know, the wicket was not very good. Um, and Sydney, traditionally, has always been um, some help for the spinners on the fourth and fifth day. And, and maybe the best cricket wicket of all was, I felt, is, was in Adelaide, where, you know, if you got in early, it gave the bowlers some good assistance, and then it developed in a really good batting wicket for that second and maybe third day. And, and then the bowlers' marks would rough up and the spinners and the mm. ball would keep a bit low. So it, bought, it seemed to bring in all facets of bowling and it also you know, made you work early uh, from batting and then you, once you got in, you felt you were in. And then on that last day or two, as Warney showed, as only he could do, you, you know, you, you, know um, you were a chance to get knocked over. Um, so th- that's what different wickets, I think, should do. Um, and they're getting better with the dropping wickets uh, rather than being just flat decks, which are uh, yeah. boring. Kid, what's the answer, though, like, to bad light? I mean, we're in a day and age, and even Steve Waugh has made comments this afternoon that we've got to find some sort of solution because we're, we're, we're competing for eyeballs in sport now. And to keep going on and off when, when the light's a little bit dodgy. I mean, we have lights at these amazing stadiums. Why can't we just well, can continue we use to play? Pink, pink ball all, all That's the That's right. Tests. You know, if, if, if the light meter gets to a certain level, let's bring the pink ball in or something so we don't disrupt play. <laughs> you don't like that? Well, the pink ball test match in Adelaide suits Adelaide. It's absolutely fantastic with the you know, outside the back of the ground, you know, with all the entertainment area for the spectators. It just seems to suit it. But I, I, I certainly wouldn't be for changing a red ball into a pink ball, um, you, you know. But I, I just think the umpires, uh, it, it looked bad today simply because they went off as soon as someone got out. Now, if he hadn't have got out, or the other thing was, if the others were bowling at their pace, there wouldn't have been a problem. Because Lavashane um, and, um, you, you know, they, they were going, well, Lavashane particularly, he was, you know, he was going to run a ball after lunch and, and was batting really, really well. And we, what, we finished at two for about 140 or 150. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, uh, yeah, I know you're competing for eyeballs, but let's face it, uh, you know, quite frankly... Uh, South Africa have been unbelievably disappointing and the West Indies 
have been well. They they wouldn't have beaten most states second eleven. Right, so yeah. something needs to be done there. The ICC need to put some put some money into cricket academies into the islands uh, into South Africa, and that's where the IPL, for all its worth, is now got a 2020 competition in South Africa, and that hopefully will capture the youngsters. Um, you know, imagination and think, well, okay, I'd like to play that to start with, like a David Warner started off in the in the 2020, um, and then developed into well, you know, just one of our most outstanding players that's ever played the game in any era. So, um, you know, we can't have national cricket competition where only you've got Australia, England, New Zealand, always competitive, and India. There's got to be more to that, and. Guys, I think the West Indies come out and play two test matches next year. Yeah, they do. Again, year, in yeah. our summer. Mm. So, you know, so, uh, Jesus, if you were there and uh, one of your key clients gave you the fourth and fifth day tickets, you know you're not that very important to their business. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> because it won't be lasting that long. We'll have to play under-19s. No, we shouldn't be, yeah, we shouldn't be too harsh. On. Hey, um, there's a couple of other things that are floating around, and one of them is... Um, man cat. Did you ever get man catted when you were playing? No. Well, well, I tell you what happened was um, I was playing. I actually it was my first game as captain. I took over from Graham Yallop in Perth, and I was throwing some balls to one of our guys in the nets, and I trod on the ball, did my ankle, so I wasn't out on the field. But there was, I think, pretty sure if my memory's right, Sikander Buck was batting with Asif Iqbal, who was an unbelievable player. Sikander was number 11. And, mate, he was running down the wicket before Alan Hurst was bowling. And he'd been given a warning, and he was leaving well and truly before what we saw last night mm. with Zampa. Um, so, anyway, he got man-catted, you know. But he was given a warning, and he was three or four yards out of his crease because... Asif Iqbal was uh, manoeuvring the, 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 the strike really, really well. And it was important that we, you know, we try and get access to the other number 11, who was a real number 11. Um, and then what happened was our blokes went out to, I think it was Rick Darling and Graham Wood went out to bat. It might have been Andrew Hilditch. And uh, anyway, a ball was hit down the fine leg and the ball came in to sort of a square leg, just thrown in. Our blokes weren't running. And then square leg threw it to Safraz, who was the bowler. He was halfway back to his mark. And I'm pretty sure it was Andrew Hilditch caught the ball as just to help out and then threw it to Safraz. Well, he appealed. Oh. And poor old Digger, I'm pretty sure as Andrew got, got the ball. We weren't too happy about But anyway, no. we won the game. Yeah, so wow. both not really in the spirit they of the had game. Zahira Bass. No, and I mean, last night's uh, thing was, you know, he was well and, you know, he, he wasn't in his delivery stride. He was already past it. Um, because if you really wanted to, you could almost run out anybody. Um, not so much in a test match because they're not hair and up and down and all that sort of thing. But certainly in, um, you know, the shorter version T20, of the game. Yeah. And, uh, but that's where, in the T20, uh, especially the well, anywhere you know they're running up and down like like um, like bloody scared rabbits, and uh, but all you've got to do is say, listen, don't, don't leave your crease too early. And clearly, last night uh, Rogers didn't leave his crease too early, and Zampa sort of got through his bowling action and then took the bails off, which was 
pretty ordinary, but Rogers had the last laugh because he ended up with Pfeiffer. Yeah, so, uh, yeah they fired him up, didn't they? <laughs> sometimes you do those sorts of things. It, 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 sometimes, you, sometimes you do those things and the bites on the bum. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, but the other man catting is, um, yeah, it's not within the spirit of the game. But if someone is warned and the umpire hears it, you know, and then the umpire just got to say, listen, mate, don't leave. Otherwise, you'll pay the price. And if you're dumb enough to leave before he's in his delivery strike, well, you deserve to be resolved because you're cheating. Instead yeah. of running 22, you're running 20 or 19. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But hey, it doesn't look good. Tim, we've got to go um, in a second. Yeah. Just very quick. I was going to talk to you about the, the Alan Border doco, my story, which you're in a lot. In, uh, but I've t- oh, I just yeah. haven't, I haven't got enough time to run through yeah. that. I just want to give you a quick question. Stu from the Gold Coast has uh, sent us a text on 0457 yes. 736 736. Can you ask him who was the most difficult bowler he faced? Well, the quickest bowler was certainly Tomo before he got injured. Um, but the, the most difficult bowler, I didn't face much of Wasim Akram. He was just mm. started as I finished. But the, the most difficult was Malcolm Marshall. Um, and oh, that was pretty good, boys, just before Ooh. you go. They had Holding Croft, Garner and Roberts. <laughs> then Roberts gave it away. And Malcolm Marshall had been in the reserves just as a tourist for two years. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. And he <laughs> could run from five or eight yards and bowl a million with about five eleven, not six foot twenty five, and get the ball to come in at you. But he was uh, he was the best that I faced um, on all sorts of wickets. Um, so we were pretty happy that Andy gave it away, and along came a scrubber called Malcolm Marshall. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah. And then uh, you, you, you know, and then Curtly Ambrose. So <laughs> Courtney yeah. Walsh, they just kept coming. <laughs> it was a production I wish line. I could, yeah, well. <laughs> They, 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 they was, but the goodness, the the ones they've got today, uh, wouldn't carry their bags. It's yeah, sad. Fair enough. Kim, we've got to let you go. I could, ta- I could chat to you all night. We sit off the top of the show. You're one of my heroes growing up uh, when I was playing backyard cricket, and people are sending through their thoughts on their cricketing heroes. You yeah. played, you played seventy tests for Australia, ninety-seven ODIs. You captained the Aussies mm. in twenty-eight tests. It's been a pleasure and an honour having you on Sports Day tonight. Well, it's great to be with you, and it's always exciting for a West Australian to be helping out you blokes in New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kim Hughes. Thanks, Thanks for your time. There he goes, Kim Hughes, one of the greats of Australian cricket. Imagine facing Malcolm Marshall. Would it be 4 o'clock in the morning over there? What time is it? In ah, it is. Yeah, it's about, it's I don't know. I don't know what it is. But uh, oh, what a great, uh, great honour to have him on the show. We better go to a break. Uh, we could talk to him all night. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. <laughs> The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to it. Uh, this is Sports Day for your Wednesday night. Uh, Badge and Jace here tonight, 0457. 736, 736. We'll get to some of your texts in the moment. Um, we're asking who's your favourite cricketer growing up. We just had my favourite, Kim Hughes, yes. on there. Could have spoken to him for another hour. Um, can I just – a quick shout-out to Fox Cricket today. Yeah. With all of the the going off for bad light and maybe it's a bit too cold, they've got to go off for that as well, and the rain, they've been flicking between uh, the test with 
Pakistan and New Zealand. So every time there's a long delay mm-hmm. at the SCG, they go to that one. Then they've come back. That's So the test has been caught stumps, and then there's meant to be the big bash on tonight at North Sydney Oval. Well, rain has delayed play there between yep. the Heat and the Sixers. Looking forward to this rematch from the other night. Rain delay. Let's go back to Pakistan from oh. New Zealand and Pakistan. It's so. just, yeah, it's nonstop. And on top of that, all of their commentators have had to take a pay cut. Oh, did they? Because well, they, they spent so hours. much on the rights. Yeah, I don't right. think they have any money left. I know. Everyone <laughs> talks about Channel 7, but yeah, the world under Foxtel oh, Fox, as well. Yeah, they, they're happy to they fork out, that's for sure. What's going on in the text badge? Um, oh, one here. Hello my, hello, my name is Alex, and I'm listening from the Gold Coast Hospital because I was involved in the helicopter crash on Monday. Whoa, okay, Alex. And that was a horrific yeah, accident um, from the uh, just it shocked the outside sea world. And uh, yeah, just shocking. shocking. It, it has shocked a lot of people that. on the Gold Coast as well. Sorry you know, to hear that, yeah. Alex, and, and hope you're, uh, you're, you're going okay, mate, and you're recovering. Thanks for getting in touch. Uh, go the heat, he says as well. So, well, they're well, not going just yet, but. Hopefully that game. If you like rain, happen, if you, Alex, if you like rain falling, uh, you'll enjoy this game tonight. I don't know should when they'll they, get on. When, on these games when they're dead set, not going to play, should they go to an indoor cricket centre? Yes. And have four, four or five aside? Where and, you can man cat. Where you that, can. That, that's, yes. that's part of the game. In fact, it's in, it's encouraged. It is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Daniel from Perrywood says his top three favourite Aussie cricketers, Steve Waugh, who he'd want batting for his life. The tenacious Tasmanian David Boone and Australia's greatest ever wicketkeeper, Ian Healy. Yeah, Heels. He loves Heels so much so that to this day he's still off Gilly for replacing him. Oh, you can't do the that. The great Gilly. You can't do that. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's not like there was a, wasn't a good choice and they went, oh, well, he didn't work. Oscar from he the, went all right. He did. Oscar from the Valleys just sent us a text on 0457 736 736. He says, poor form by Fox. Give us some early 2000s VB Series One Day highlights. VB Series One, oh, okay. Early 2000s, who? Oh, okay. That'll be. That'll be Warn. Steve War. Oh, Warney. Gilly. Was Gilly then? Yeah, yeah Gilly yeah. was then. Probably Casper. Who else was bowling? Bickle. Early 2000s, yes. Um, Hados would have been playing. Geez, Roy would have been. Roy would have been Langer, playing. Hayden. One day is yeah. Get rid of this Pakistan versus New Zealand test, and you're right, you're right, Oscar. That wouldn't be bad to see was at all. Pigeon out there in the early year was he? He would have been out 2000s. there as well. You mean Bill Laurie with his pigeon? <laughs> um, Craig well, McDermott had retired, I think, by then. Who, who, who would the batsman be in the two thousand? Oh, Steve Wall, Mark Wall. Yep. Gee, we're not good at this, are we? No, punter. punter? Yeah, pun- of course. Yeah, punter. There you go. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, let's put that on instead. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Favorite cricketer growing up. Uh, nice text. Nice text there from uh, Dan of Prairie. But that's your favorite cricketers. What about growing up? You'd sit in front of the telly. Well, that might be when he was growing up. That was twenty years ago. I, I think Daniel's pretty. And he old. might be a bit younger than us. Daniel's pretty old. Really? Damien Martin was a batsman. Thanks, Jack, for putting that one through. Very in the, good in the two thousands. Yeah, I was. I didn't like him. The missus thought he was hot. So I was off anyone she thought was good looking. So Simon O'Donnell and Damien Martin, I was off them. Right, because... Luckily, she didn't find Bernie hot. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have liked Bernie either. Mm. 
0457 736 You're saying there's resemblance? No, I didn't Mate, say I'm that. Mate, I'm six just... foot tall. He's a keg on legs. You're, you're how tall? Six. That's like Sat says he's six foot, and I go, well, hang I on. I am how, six foot. How come I'm six foot and I'm three inches taller than you? You are not. I don't get it. You are not. I've shrunk a bit in my old age. Yeah. <laughs> in more ways than one. Buff Lehman in the 2000. No, Buff was before then, wasn't he? Yeah. Buff's old. Yeah, honestly, it's it, I don't know. I'm going to Google it. All right, it. thanks for your help. I'm Googling it because I'm, get... I'm going to get it wrong because I have been before. What? I was ruling. Got to go to a break. This is Sports State. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. Hopefully, we will get some play at uh, North Sydney Oval tonight. Looking forward to uh, the Heats and the Sixers. They were great the other night at the Gabba. Hopefully, they can turn it on again tonight. <laughs> The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to the show. Badge and Jace here tonight. We've got a text from Oscar before saying uh, he reckons Fox should be putting on some early 2000s VB series ODI highlights um, instead of this New Zealand-Pakistan thing. And we started talking about that. We're trying to work out the team, Badge. Yeah. First of all, we need to apologise to Jack, the producer. Uh, the other Jack, Big Jack, as you call Big him. Big Jack. Uh, Darren Lehman was yes. in the Australian team. This was the the, uh, the World Cup team of 2002-2003, uh, um, so 20 years ago. And, yeah, he was 33 at the time, Darren Lehman. It would have been one of his last um, big tournaments. And they well, they, we mentioned these blokes that were in it. Ricky Ponting was a skipper in Gilly, yep. the, the, uh, the keeper. Michael Bevan. See, we've got Michael Bevan. What a Michael handy Bevan. player yep. he was. Yep. Jeez, he left-hand back, couldn't he? He just kept the... the Everyone remembers Moving that. the ball around. He could hit the ball into the space every time. Everyone remembers that New Year's Day game where he hit the four mm. to win the game for Australia. Nathan Bracken, Andy Bickle. Yeah, we said All rounder, your favourite, Ian Harvey. Uh, Nathan Horitz. Why'd you say that? Right arm, um, slow bowler. He, he, Ian Harvey's Matt Hayden, Haydos. We said, I said okay. Haydos. Oh, Brad Hogg was playing. Oh, yeah. he, was, he was still playing a few years ago, wasn't Is he? he? He's still playing. I think I'm sure he's playing T20 somewhere in the world. Bang. Brett Lee. Yeah, we The great that. Jimmy Marr. What oh, a champion. Jimmy Marr, yeah. Glenn McGrath, Damian Martin, Andrew Simons, Jason Gillespie. Uh, oh, this bloke. Ordinary. Shane Warne. Shane Watson. Oh, Watto. Good team. I didn't was mean Watto, that about Warney. Of course, I'm did, champion. Was, did Watto go LBW? Yeah. All of those games? <laughs> I just want to check. Actually, let's check that stat. How many times he got out LBW? Can oh. you do that? I'm just working hard Mate, tonight. Get Why Google. do I have to do everything? <laughs> right, we're going to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Hour 2 of the show coming up real soon. We're doing it thanks to Kia. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome to the second hour. You've got Badge and Jace here tonight. Uh, looks like we're going to get some action at uh, a packed 
North Sydney Oval tonight for the Big Bash. Uh, the Six is taking on the Heat. It's it must what... have got a bit wet. There's a lot of uncovered stands there, isn't there, in that outer section at the North Sydney Oval. Right. And they've hung around. Yeah, mate. It's good, good on them. Sydney people are tough, mate, particularly over on the North Shore. Oh, yeah. They breed them tough on the North <laughs> oh, Shore. No. Oh, no. Oh. I mean, those you, bucket hats they put on. What? One of your best. Oh, mate, Neutral Bay, you're not going to find a tougher joint <laughs> in Sydney than Neutral Bay. True, very true. Uh, hello to everyone listening at the Oaks Hotel. Yes. God, I love that pub. Anyway, yeah, can you stop touching the microphone? Just you're doing, doing what exactly does. what ba- uh, Sats does. Well, it keeps moving. So play will start in around mm. about six minutes All time. those Neutral Bay tradies just made it back from work, <laughs> parked their utes out the front. ACDC cranking. Yeah, they're right. Hey, uh, so it's a 13-13. Is it a T-13, is yep, it, tonight? Yep, it's a T-13. Oh, we call it the 78. Rightio. Uh, interested in seeing uh, Joshy Brown after the other night when he, what's good, 62 off 28 balls or whatever it was at the Gabba. Smashed him. He put one in the top tier badge. Big Josh, we call him. It is. It's right. Uh, him and Munro will be opening the batting for the Heats. So uh, we'll give you some updates on that as well. We promised you... Uh, before we went to a break, that we'd give you uh, some stats on uh, Watto and his LBW issues. He why, had. why do we do that again? Because I mentioned, oh, he was in that that twenty Early years 2000. ago, the uh, the World Cup team for Australia. And uh, what'd you come up with? Well, what, every Jack? time I reckon I saw him play, he was out plum, right? So he laughs about it. Well, he doesn't laugh about it now, but he knows it's not as. Yeah. ODIs, not bad. 17 times he was out LBW and 169 innings. Well, so 10, that's, 10%. that's Yeah, that's nothing, right? That's normal. What was you like next? T20s, nine times in 56 innings. What's that? So one in six. Yeah, no, that's all right. That's all right? 16. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Test. Here we go. Test. This is the big one. 29 times LBW from 109 innings. 109. What? So about one in four. Yeah. Ooh. Higher. Higher more, than that. Yeah, more than one in four. Just. Wow. Yeah, you know, he did have some issues there. Well, mate, you knew it was a problem when the umpire used to appeal. So he didn't like to get caught. So he let the ball go, hit him in the pads. No. They just, they used to what target a gun that player. Oh, mate, outstanding. One of the player. great all round. You used to bag him, but. Anyway. Well, wait, wait, hang on. When did I used to bag him? When you were on the air back then. Was <laughs> I? I, I reckon he played his best cricket, all jokes aside, when he played for Tassie. Remember, he couldn't get a crack in Queensland and he moved down to Tassie and played several years <laughs> Sheffield Shield yep. in, in Tassie. And then that's With Dirk Wellham. Jeez, couldn't he bat for days? <laughs> Dirk Wellham. I used to go to Bellarive <laughs> in those big, those big glasses. Mate, him, mate, Dirk Wellham and Greg Shippard batting together, you knew no one was going to get – there's your four days yep. done. Yeah, true. They'd bat for four days, Tassie yep. make 150, and that was the end of Their the game. Their theory was if we get enough draws, we might scrape into the finals. Hey, Alex from the Gold Coast, you're in hospital. We mentioned that, mate, already, but we will again this hour for you. He was involved in the helicopter crash on Monday night. And go the heat, beauty, Alex. Good on you, mate. And hope you're uh, – Recovering, mate, and what a traumatic experience for all. And just, yeah. Oh, just, yeah, horrible, horrific. Do you want to talk to one of our whack packers? Do you, Badge? What? Who? What? Glenn. He's part of our whack pack. Oh, what's a whack pack? We, uh, yeah, well, we've got some pretty unusual folks who call us a lot. So he's part of that little. Oh, gang. he's the leader. Oh, Danger. Danger and Glenn. Oh, Danger's all right. He's a good bloke, Danger. Yeah, but they're part of that crew. They love being involved in the show. Yeah, and yeah, we haven't. Are you in the from... bath, Glenn? 
<laughs> with danger. I'm not in the bath, mate. I'm on the back deck listening to you boys and oh, why do you get on? Having a coldie, no doubt. Right, yeah. Well, just hang on there, mate, yeah, until we a, put you on. Actually, having a nice, softer, blended red, mate, at the moment. Oh. Lovely Cab Merlot. Watch Jeez. your gout in your hand because that's Badger's been hitting the red wines every night and he's now got gout. He's got the Sattler disease. Oh, I haven't got gout. You've got to take it easy. Yeah. Mate. I haven't officially half haven't officially got gout. I'll know by the end of the week when I don't have a, a red wine with my dinner each night. <laughs> Fair R- enough. Fair they enough. call it the rich mate, man's disease. I just say good luck to Alex. I hope he pulls through. And yes. Yeah, yeah. sad to hear about that, but bloody I hope terrible. he pulls through. Right. Yeah, bloody ace. Good on you, mate. Hey, Justin. I was very surprised to hear that your favourite cricketer growing up was um, was uh, who did you say it was? Oh, I don't know, mate. You're <laughs> telling the story. Who was it? Who'd we interview? Yeah. Who was it? Uh, Kim Yu. That's it. I thought your favourite cricketer growing up was WG Grace, mate. <laughs> what? One of your best. Got him. Good stuff. Played 44 years. Just under 55,000 runs, and probably what you don't realise, Justin, is he also took 2,800 wickets, mate. Okay. And what's this ridiculous was in the 1900s. The I had to ring because I, I sent three texts and you didn't read any of them out, so what? that's what's uh, ridiculous. I don't, think we're getting, anyway. I don't think we're getting his texts again. Something's yeah, going on something's here. wrong, mate. You might have to yeah. send them through a yeah, few more Brad, times. You're about yeah. to read one out, I'll and give, you said, oh, no. I'll give you <laughs> Jason's uh, number. Right, you can send just, them to him. I've had enough of him already. 041. Okay. I'll just hang up on him. You're not nice. You've oh, left him mate. hanging. You've left him hanging, haven't you? He's still there. No, he's gone. Thank God. Jack, you'll learn he's banned. All right? Again. Big Jack. Hey, um, stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. Simon Orchard from New South Wales Greyhounds coming up soon. He's got a couple of tips for Wenty Park uh, tonight as he does – Every Wednesday night. Some rugby league news. We haven't done any badge, so we've just talked cricket, cricket, cricket. I'm just happy because the first ball of the first over has gone for a six by Munro. Yeah, but hang on. It's at North North Sydney Sydney Oval. Yeah, it would have been two. Did you you see the the score the other day at Lavington Sports Field in Albury? Um, That was a block six. Yeah. The Thunder made 228. That's the team that made 15, remember? Earlier mm. in the season, mm. they made two hundred and twenty-eight at Lavington, and it was—it's like the—it's like North Sydney Oval. It's just block it. What was it like to play footy on? Hard was it? was it? I used to—I didn't run anywhere near the middle of it because it was a cricket pitch that had just gone hard during footy season. Oh, it, yeah, it was scary for a fullback. A lot of people don't know. No, there was almost a, a truce. Don't try to run across the cricket pitch, or one of the big guys is going to smash you. Is that why you didn't sign with the North Sydney Bears? Because you were approached by them, weren't you, Bates? I was, yeah. No, I, I just wanted to stay with the Raiders at the time. That was in about nine. Oh, it was 91, actually. I was on um, tour to Papua New Guinea. I was rooming with Peter Jackson, my great mate, and he was playing for the Bears. And he uh, he kept putting – he'd say, that badge, phone call. i go, who is oh, it's your wife. It's Carlene. No, it would be Steve Martin, who's the coach of the of the Bears, trying to get me to – to sign, but I, I I really liked the club and the the place and yeah, champion old club. But were you close? Were you close, me. or it wasn't a consideration? Mm, not, not really. No, I didn't get super close. No, no, no. you could have been. I could have been a bear. You could have. You could have been in a one of those shacks, one of those awful shacks in Neutral Bay. Now, oh, think about that. 
That's Struggle Street, mate, Neutral Bay. Yeah, it's a terrible area. <laughs> it's like, hello to our listeners in Neutral Bay, by the way. Ronnie, we're joking. Uh, speaking of rugby hey, league, what? We're only joking saying that because we know we've got no listeners in Neutral Bay. <laughs> we on. do, mate. Oh, please. What do you mean? Come on. They're not listening to us. SEN. We're too rough. Is, is like, it's the number one station in, in Neutral, Neutral Bay. Bay. Is it? It is. Right. Cremorne? Uh, number Where two. We're yeah, number two okay. there. thought so. Uh, by the way, Payne Haas has been granted personal leave by the Brisbane Broncos so he can uh, deal with some family issues. Of course, that's pretty well known. He's, his mother's been charged after an incident on the Gold Coast on the weekend. So yep. a lot of stuff going in Payne's uh, happening in his life at the moment, and that's a good thing for the Broncos to just let him get away and yep. sort out some stuff and hopefully get him back before the season starts. Oh, you wouldn't be any good to him at training, I think. And, and doesn't need to be around... That, you know, the, the media that are there that someone might want to try to corner him. Yeah. Oh, they've done the right thing there. Hey, Daniel from Prairie Wood uh, is on the line. G'day, Dan. How are you, mate? Happy New Year, Woogie. Happy New Year, uh, Batch. Thanks, mate. You're going to um, say hello to Dan? Point of order, gentlemen. Yeah, yes. yeah. Why are you ringing? Uh, point of order. Oh, Woody. sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. I sent a text in. I, I, I sent a text in earlier, which... Uh, much appreciated. You you always uh, take the time to read. I know they're lengthy, uh, but you did uh, you did read it out. So thank you very much. But You're um, they they were the cricketers that I grew up uh, watching. Uh, and to for you to infer to me as old, um, <laughs> I just want to pull you up on that. It must be. It must have hurt you a little bit because you have rung. You yeah, never I've read. You, I've got you <laughs> at about. You'd be about mid thirties, late thirties. Oh, you're in the ballpark. You are full you of it, go. Badge. You you're can actually, ballpark. you are. I just you, Googled Dan from Prairie Wood. No, you can actually no. see on the screen <laughs> where Jack has typed his age. Where? Come on, you he are full not. of it. Yes. No, we were, well, he said they were his heroes growing up and it was 20 years ago. There you go. How well, hard, Woody? Right. It's maths, I, mate. I, I, I grew up in Belmore with my grandparents and um, was forced uh, to watch Test cricket and I ended up falling in love with it and those heroes of mine in the early 80s, I should say the late 80s, early 90s was Steve Waugh, David Boone and Ian Healy so Mm. um, I am an an 83 model um, but if that if that makes me old wow no, all right, mate. Come by on. Woogie let's, standards. Let's, yeah, by my, I'm only, I'm only 27. Oh, so. please. Hey, um, you know my favourite thing. you've had a tough life. You know one of my favourite <laughs> things growing up? I used to catch the train from Yaguna where I grew up, and I used to – I had two ways yeah. I could catch the train into the city. I could either go via Lickham or I could go via Bankstown. You could Bankstown. pay or you could not pay. <laughs> yeah, or I could go via Bankstown. I always took the Bankstown way because the train went straight past Belmore Oval, and you'd hope – you get a glimpse of the yeah. Bulldogs training or go. something. Oh. And the train it, true, exactly right. And the train used to slow down. I think the drivers want to have a look as well. It used to the old red rattlers used to slow down as they went past. Did you ever go past over. while a game was on? Yeah. It was amazing. Terry Lamb kick a goal and land in the in the train window or <laughs> no. yeah, well, uh, my both both sets of my uh well my parents lived opposite each other on Kingsgrove Road, uh, which is obviously the um the, the precursor to Canterbury Road, which then runs down into Belmore Sports Ground on Edison Lane. So 
I'm uh, very acquainted with uh, Belmore Oval, and um, you're right. We'll give the, the the trains just to slow down and beat the horn, as uh, as they did at Lamia with uh, the old Arana Park where the Magpies used to play. Yeah, that's right. There, there you go. All right, Daniel, you are. We've oh, said you it two could talk all day. No. Why don't we get a special down memory lane oh, well, segment? You, can you tell and us, Daniel, you can tell us a Brisbane story yeah, if you like. Why yeah. don't you do that? Us, us, us. Us, us oldies, will you? Yeah, that's right. We remember. Hey, um, yeah, fantastic. Those <laughs> suburban grounds in Sydney, always great to go and watch footy out. All right, Daniel, you're our smartest listener. I know she didn't mention we say that all the time, but anyway, just bring up the negative stuff. Uh, see you, mate. I am, I am very, I'm very modest, boogie, and very humble. All right, there he goes. Thank you. <laughs> Where is Prairiewood, by the way? Fairfield. Right. Righto. Okay. Now Can I that, ask where Fairfield is. Yeah, Fairfield's out west. It's. it's I'm not. A, I'm not. A it's not as rough as. It's not as rough as Neutral Bay. No. Oh no. No, we're we're all the tradies leave. Yeah, that's right. Neutral all right, Bay. Daniel. We better go, mate. See ya. See you, boys. There you go, well, Daniel. I'm pretending I know a bit about Sydney, but I don't. Mate, I know where the harbour is, right underneath that bridge. Well, <laughs> at the moment, the heat. Uh, none for 22. 1.3 overs uh, in oh, the... Oh, look every time they hit the ball in the air, it's a six. You think, oh, he could get caught there. No, it's gone over the roof. He's put that it's, over the roof of the O'Reilly stand, Munro. It's a six-a-thon. He's going to beat, he's gonna beat Win- Linney's six record, whatever that is tonight. Handy cricketer, Colin Munro. It's, it's, it, you honestly just have to flick it up in the air and off it goes. Hey, um, we were talking about your favourite player and Daniel just mentioned his. Uh, Sporty Gav says, John Dyson. Was his favourite player? He was a great opening bat, and and got, but he's remembered for that catch, that amazing yeah. catch in the outfield. He took, I, oh, that was. I rem- I remember him for that really big plastic visor he had on his helmet. Remember that the clear? Oh yeah, he had one. Can you blame that, him? They no, had, they actually had motorbike helmets, didn't they, in the early days? Well, wasn't that Tony Gregg? Tony Gregg, yeah, walked out with a motorbike helmet Parked on. Parked his bike just outside the <laughs> nets and. Straight in. Greg Matthews is another one here from Toronto, Rod. Uh, Greg Matthews, the cat. Uh, and Merv Hughes, the great Merv. And weren't they good characters? Great characters. And Rabbit Burrow from Tamora threw in Gus or Gary Gilmore. Most underrated all-rounder ever. And not one of the pretty boys. I can't remember. What, what Gary era, Gilmore. What, what era are we Late talking? 70s, early 80s. No, well, I was, I'm Left too young, arm. Mate. I wasn't even born then. Um, I'm, I'm like you. Corrected here from my memory. Really solid, solid built bowler uh, and good batsman too. Left Rodney bowler. Hogg was another great bowler. I'm googling Gary Gilmore now just in case I've got that wrong. But I'm does he have sure. does he have daughters? Rodney Hogg. No, Gary Gilmore. Yeah, uh, the girls. <laughs> you knucklehead. Uh, did we talk about Payne Haas? Uh, there's other story. I've got some more Brisbane rugby league news for you. Uh, the Courier Mail reporting Broncos Gilmore, back testing Gary new. Gilmore was a he was a mass murderer in the state. No, that's <laughs> not the one. Keep going. Uh, Tessie New will request a release this week to link up with Wayne Bennett's at the Dolphins, apparently. And where is that? Where, where will that be? Because they Whoa. could be anywhere. No, they are the Redcliffe Dolphins now. No, they're not. They're just they the are. Dolphins no, they are. no fixed address. No, they are. What? A lot's happened since you've been away, so I it's confirmed not. they are the Redcliffe Dolphins. Really? And are they going to be called that? And you know they've changed the name of the stadium as well to KO Stadium now. Okay. So it's KO? Not... I mean. Anyway. Have they? has slipped down the Broncos' fullback pecking order after the arrival of Reese Walsh and Herbie Farnworth, declaring 
his ambitions to play. Yeah, Herbie fullback. won't be playing fullback. That'll be Reese Walsh, in my opinion. He's a gun centre, Herbie Farmworth. But yeah, but they don't get any money playing the centres anymore, <laughs> Badge. I know. Was, I'm a fullback because I get more money. Yeah. Uh, but Tessie New, yeah, a good move by him. And, and I think the Broncos too, free up a bit of money. And um, and let's face it, unless there's a series of injuries, he's he's probably not going to play a lot of top grade. And he's he's up to that standard. He's a very good player. So that's a, that's a great get for the Dolphins. I'm just watching it. Sorry, Badge. I'm watching a bit of this big bash that's happening at North Sydney Oval. And Sixathon. SEN's very own Stephen O'Keefe, Sock, has just been put out of North Sydney Oval. Two sixes in a row off his bowling. 16 balls they've faced, the Heat, and then none for 41. Colin Munro's 38 off 13. It, it just, it he's just put him out. He's fair dinkum put him out of the, out of the ground. Yeah. They're going to have to find some more balls. Are they using tennis balls? <laughs> no. We're about to get that far. Uh, it's a T13 tonight, don't forget, too, because yep. of the delay due to the weather. So it's 13 overs per side. None for 41. Have a listen to this. None for 41 off 2.4 overs. He's gone the reverse gone. sweep. Played it up in the air, caught behind. Munro yeah. is gone. Sock. Oh, bad, bad shot. Like- Sock is hit back. Good to see that happening. Yeah, so he'll be um, he'll be going to uh, the Bronco- Broncos, we expect, and that will be announced uh, in the next week. English forward Joe Batchelor, who starred at the recent World Cup, is set to be eyeing a move to the NRL. Not next, not this season, but next season. He's a good player, actually. I saw a little bit of him. I think he's a late... Uh, mature, I think he's late 20s or mid... 26, 28. In but, an, uh, he's playing for St Helens. Goes good. In an unusual move, he's going to see out his contract at a club. No, no. That, you know, that's not just what they're saying now. No, he's going to stay at St. Helens, <laughs> see out his contract, mm. just like your old mate from Wigan. The Raiders, Wigan, he's, Raiders, He's not going to Wigan. try to get out of his deal for the club that offers him twice as much as he's already on? No. So, good. No, good to see that. Do you like the idea of maybe of a transfer fee? No. Yeah, sort of. So can you stop watching the, the cricket? that one? We're, we're actually having a discussion. Sam Billings here. is in now for is the, uh, the Heat, and they're one for 41. And the City Kings tonight taking on South East Melbourne Phoenix in tonight's NBL action. Big game, that one. Huge game. And I tell you, the other one's happening in the next few days for the Kings yeah. in the next week. They're taking on the Perth Wildcats. Those two teams do not like each other, and it's the only time that they'll be playing in Sydney this year. The Wildcats. We're going to take a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kiwi. While Badge watches the Big Bash, I'll do all the work here. He's Keep one. Your... One from one. Okay. Doing. Keep all your texts coming through. Your favourite cricketers growing up. I do apologise, Daniel. We did call you old. When I want to say we. I mean Badge. Uh, and you are only 40 this year. But when we come back, that's ridiculous. Have you got one for us? 0457 736 736 is our text number. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. I know, Badge. I mean, no Sats. Yeah. Plenty of badge. I, well, you I said should that be. Last I night. know. I know. I know. I know. I'm all, I'm That's all right. wishful thinking. No, it's not. I've been used to saying it. I was near last night, by the way. I had the night off. Remember? It was you and Matt Rogers. Yes. So were you saying you, you weren't said saying it your name before right before you left? That's right. I did see you in the Arvo. 
Mm. Uh, and I another just, show. Yeah, that's right. I just walk around saying that. That's you all do. I do. Uh, Lab Breaks, Pause of Thunder, Saturday, January 21. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Simon Orchard uh, joining us. Got some tips for Wenty Park tonight, but the Gosford Gold Cup, Simon, not too far away. <laughs> Last night. Well, oh, it was last night. Been... <laughs> <laughs> I told you it wasn't too far away. Jeez, you're good. It's been run and won. Yeah. yeah. It's been run and won. Oh, I don't uh, even know what it day it is. <laughs> well, that's what we said off air. It's like the twilight zone. Uh, oh. guys, you just don't know who you are through this period after Christmas, after New Year's, before you go back to work. But you're right. The Gosford Gold Cup has been run and won. It was won last night by Punter's Bandit for Jody and Andy Lord. Now, look. All the talk before the race, guys, was about She's a Pearl. She's or arguably the best greyhound in Australia. She was a dollar forty-five chance. She had box one. The planets were aligning perfectly for her to take this out. And the lids rose, boys, and I was on track at Gosford, and there was a collective sigh as she missed the start by three lengths. Oh. Knuckled over at the start, basically just sort of tripped out of the blocks, um, to put it in a sort of athletics term. And that was it. Her race was done. She ran on to run fifth. She wasn't beaten all that far, two and a quarter length, which is a hell of a run, but uh, you can't miss the start in big races, especially group two races. And her kennel mate, Punters Bandit, was the one that flew home over the top of Mare She's Fast. Those two were in the same heat and they were separated by a bee's you-know-what, and it was the same in the final last night, just a quarter of a length between Punters Bandit and Mare She's Fast. An interesting wrinkle, Frank Hurst trains the runner-up Mare She's Fast. Frank Hurst also trained the father of the winner, Punners Bandit. So he was very, very happy. Oh. The stud fee, uh, you could see the dollar signs rolling around in his eyes <laughs> because good odds of art is doing wonderful stuff at stud uh, and has another group two winner to his name. So, yeah, Punners Bandit deserved winner last night and a rising star, one to watch in 2023. It was a hell of a night as well, boys. I reckon, I'd be guessing, but I reckon there was 2,500 people on track. Oh. I haven't seen scenes like that in my time with Greyhound Racing New South Wales. So it was a phenomenal yeah. atmosphere. And there should be more of it. And Jodie Lord, the uh, the trainer, um, she's got a pretty good record. Hell of a record. Uh, she coincidentally, hasn't won the Gosford Gold Cup before, um, but has won a bunch of races. Of course, we mentioned she's a pearl who took out one of the million-dollar chases last year in the Golden Easter Egg, which is a Group 1 race. Uh, they've got... Uh, the likes of Corball Magic, who's arguably the best stayer in New South Wales, maybe even in the country at the moment in their kennel. Um, they've got a host of good young ones as well. They had good odds Emma run around who won the group one Zapto Megasar at the end of last year. So, look, they've got more good dogs than you can poke a stick at. So if you wanted to be in the camp of anyone this year, you back the Lords in big races. They've always got a couple in there at the moment. They've just got... Well, they've got a really good operation. So it's credit to Jody, credit to Andy, and credit to, uh, call them the, the henchmen that run around, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, Paul Mills and and um, Ray Dixon, who do all the hard yards and travel the dogs around and um, do a phenomenal job getting them to the races, getting them around safe, and most of the time they come home with a big cup full of money as well. Now, listen, Badger's got his phone ready. He's ready to rip. I'm uh, just following the Lords after that. Oh, the Lord Kennel, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> nice work. Um, Wendy Park tonight has 10 of the best on. Can you find us a couple of winners, please? We should. We sure hope so. Look, we're going to start race six, number five, Lady Divine. She was odds on last time I checked. So she was $2. Uh, maybe shop around. You might be able to get a bit of price closer to the race. Look, the top two in the market, Lady Divine and Zipping Ostie, they went head-to-head about a month ago. Lady Divine beat Zipping Ostie by six lengths, and it was a fast time as well, 29.73. That's good going in town. Lady Divine's actually the sister to a dog by the name of Reflections who ran fourth in that Gosford Gold Cup last night. So the litter has serious ability. They're starting to mature into really nice dogs. I don't love box five 
for Lady Divine, but she's only won four races in her 13 career starts. They've all come at Wenty Park, so she loves the track. I reckon race six, number five, Lady Divine is the best. And then we're going to go to an old favourite here, race eight, number four, Angel Glow. I think I tipped her last time I was on the show. Uh, she ran third. We're going to put that down to a case of second up syndrome. She had a long time away from the track. She won first up. When she came back second round, she came uh, second up. Sorry, she went third. I reckon tonight she can bounce back into the winner's circle. Mostly because, boys, uh, there's a couple of dogs outside her. Windra All Class is in box five. It wants to go out. Fernando Hunter in box seven wants to come in. I'm hoping those two stay safe, but maybe lock horns a little each bit. Other Angel up. Glow can shoot up the inside and off she goes. She's a nice price as well. She's about 4.20 last time I checked. Race eight, number four. Angel Glow. Rightio. Good luck. Uh, gamble responsibly, of course. Labrokes, Pools of Thunder, Saturday, January 21. It's Greyhound Racing Supercharge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We'll let you get back to it. Simon, thanks for your time, mate. Good on you, fellas. Hear it. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Yes, it is time for That's Ridiculous. If you've got one, 0457 736 736, uh, shoot us a text. That has really stood the test of time, Tubes rant there, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. One of the best. I've heard other radio shows uh, uh, copy it. Do they? Yeah. Oh, it was in our network? No, others. Others now? Yeah, others now. Who? I'm not Tell naming me. names. Come on, we came up with that. Jack probably knows who they are. They're big Jack, of course. Oh. oh uh, the I heat one for fifty. The heat one for fifty-three of three point four overs. Yeah, you heard correct. Mm. One for fifty-three of three point four. A packed North Sydney Oval. Good to see a big crowd at North Sydney Oval tonight. Radio Badge, what's your ridiculous? Oh, ridiculous how short those boundaries are at North Sydney Oval. <laughs> You just flick the ball up in the air and it goes over the fence. Even uh, you could hit a boundary. There. Talking about boundaries, did you see the catch a couple of nights ago? Michael Nisa on the yep. boundary um, for the heat. Ball is going to go for six, so of course he jumped up. No, he, yeah, he caught it, threw it up in the air because he has to stay in the field of play. Threw it up in the air, ran out to catch, to get it again, and it was going to land out. So he jumped in the air, mm. threw it in the air. Back into the field of play, and he ran, jumped back in the field of play and caught it. Come on, that's ridiculous. The ridiculous part is that he was actually had his feet on the ground outside the field of play during all of that, mm. um, and then he jumped back in the air to catch it. But that that the rules, and well done to the umpires for knowing the rules, and Michael Nisa, and great catch, but you can't do that. Someone's, you know what someone said? They made a good point. If you wanted to, and if you were clever enough, you could run around the boundary outside Juggling the ball, skipping, and jumping up in the air each time you catch it and throw it again. You could do it forty Why times. Why would you do that though? Because you could just show how ridiculous those rules are, Tooves. I've read, I've done that. Yeah, do Come it. on, that's ridiculous. No, it has to be changed. Actually, it? can we get Big Jack in just for this one? Because he's guess what? He likes soccer as well. What is it with all these kids? No, nowadays? he doesn't. He likes football. No, it's soccer in Australia. Jump on a mic over here, Stay please, over there. Jack. Do that button there and the headphones and. Here he comes. So, Jack. Hello, Welcome, Jack. Welcome, Big Jack. Introduce yourself to our audience, even though you're only here for one more night. Hi, all. The... Um, I'm Big Jack. Lovely to be here. <laughs> he, he's embraced the name. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, how's little, little Jack, Jack going? He's a bit crooked, isn't he? 
Little Jack's throat is uh, pretty sore, apparently. Yep, he's been he's been working hard. He may have had a drink. You know what it is? It's those lasagna. He has two lasagnas a day. That can't be good for you. Frozen meals and vanilla coke. He doesn't. He does. Does he eat really bad? Yeah, I mate, I bought. He did something mm. for me, so as a reward, instead of giving him some money, I went and bought him about ten lasagnas. And two cartons of coke. Is that what's in the freezer in there? Yeah. Lasagna's way. Yeah, they're oh, his. Oh, tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, listen, this story, this is my that's ridiculous. And you'll be able to help me out with this one. Cristiano Ronaldo has been involved by Saudi Arabia Club. Is it Al Nasser? Al Nasser, yeah. Al Nasser. In an introductory press conference, Ronaldo stated that he had the opportunity to sign for clubs in Europe. USA, and even Australia. Come on, that's ridiculous. Who was going to give him 50 mil a year in Australia? No, no, no. He's, he's on 300 mil Australian. But he, who was going to give him that in Australia? I think that's a fib. I think you, that's not true. Well, you wouldn't use Australia as your – I mean, you're, you're the soccer fan here. You wouldn't, you're not going to use Australia as your bargaining tool, are you? Jack? I, I reckon probably in the history of the A-League, there hasn't been $300 million paid to – Players. Who yeah. was the best? Was it Del? What's his name? What's Del, well, who was that? Del Piero. Del Piero. Yeah, he probably was, made a couple million, and that was all paid by the FFA. Was Dwight it? York. Yep. As a oh, a, Dwight ambassador. York. Yeah, Dwight York. When yeah, the promoting started. the game and Jack, you know you can lift that mic up or sit down, mate. Okay. Yeah. How tall are you? Um, like six, six two, six three. Oh, you know, I need Big Jack. So yeah. <laughs> that's right. So we need you to stand next because you reckon you're six foot. You reckon you're six foot, I am and that's six foot. I am six foot. I'm actually a little bit taller than that. I didn't want to embarrass you, Woogie. Hey, but what about Ronaldo? He said, after he said, oh, I had the opportunity to sign for these other clubs, what did he say, Jack? Come I've, on. I've got the audio here. You ready? Yeah. Here it is. It's not, it's not the end of my career to come in South Africa. This is why I want to change and to be on. So not Saudi Arabia. He's, he, thinks he's, he thinks he's in South Africa. So don't tell him. Don't tell him. Wow, he thinks he's in South Africa. He thinks he's in South Africa. He's from Portugal. It's not that far away. No. He's going to go, hey, listen, I'd like to go on one of those safaris they do over here. Yeah. Let's do an Antarctic safari. Yeah, I want to go and watch South Africa get bowled out for 80 runs. Mm. When can I go? So that just proves you don't have to be well-educated, you know, and good at your um, at geography or whatever to, to get the big bucks. $300 million Australian. Is he worth that, Jack? Oh, absolutely not. Um, he's on the downslope of his career and he's kind of dropped off the cliff a lot quicker. So as a player, uh, he, what he can give to the team, you're saying he's not worth it. No, but what not, about as a as a, a superstar? Yeah, yeah, as a marketing tool for Saudi Arabian football, he's probably great. And, you know, yeah. they'll pack out the stadiums in Jeddah and Sports Riyadh washing, and, isn't it? Sports washing. Yeah, pretty much. They don't want people to talk about the other stuff. He gets a nice little retirement. Yeah, you know, nice little retirement fund. What? Do they? Woogie, let's be honest. Two for 62 after 4.3 overs. Jimmy Pearson now going at the crease. What's going on with Brown? He made 60-odd off 20 balls the other night. Now he's two or four. Come on, mate. You're playing on Can't a... Can't get the strike. You're playing on a postage stamp. He's you should be able to do it. Four. In, yeah, two off four. Don't go anywhere yet, Jack. Uh, Jack's also thrown up an idea for the show, mm. and it's called Remember Wednesday. So... Is this is this every Wednesday on Sports Day now, Jack? We just remember Wednesday. Yeah, you just reminisce. You know what happened last Wednesday. <laughs> is that what we do? <laughs> um, yeah, we well, could. You know, like earlier in the the show, Oscar from the Valley texted in and saying, you know, 
and you guys were rem- rem- reminiscing about the 2000s ODI VB series teams with. Right. Oh, I remember yeah, when. Remember Wednesday. Remember pl- when. Playing footy against Badge, the Bears on North Sydney Oval. Yeah, ba- Badge yeah. came we to work. We kind of do it today. every night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Badge comes to work and, and actually thought it was Tuesday today. So I don't know how we're going to go. We're trying to remember I Wednesday. I wouldn't be on my own, you know. I know. There are a lot of people today. It's After a good idea. Public holiday. Can you pass that on to Little Jack? Yep. All right, when he gets back. I think it's a good idea. Didn't we do something hey, similar? And Rooster. Uh, yeah, we, I think we did, but no, not. I like the Good name. idea, Jack. Good. Jack's Rooster trying to Mars get out wants here. to know your, who's your footy team. Oh, who's your footy team? Oh, what footy are we talking? Uh, well, rugby not, league. Oh, Panthers. Oh, hang on. Panthers? Yeah, I like the Panthers. What? Okay. He's not going to be with us tomorrow night. Mate, put your he? hand up. I know you've been away because. Put your hand up, mate, when you're going to push the button. That's what, what you for? get. That's what. That's when you think Panthers. That's the rubbish you got to deal with on this show. Him. Sat. Yeah. You, you're an AFL fan, though, aren't you? Who yeah. You? I, I support the Richmond Tigers. I'm from, oh, get I'm out. from Victoria originally. So don't Yo, hold Can you sing the Tiger Town song? <laughs> no. I could. Yeah. No, I'm no, not don't. going to. We've got a couple of ministers. It's a last laugh coming up. And who you like in soccer? Uh, Fulham. So my surname is Fulham, and there's an EPL club called Fulham, so it just fits. That's why you go for Big the Belchers. Big Jack Fulham. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Is there a soccer team called the Belchers somewhere? Or the Evertons? <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, nice to meet you, Jack. Jack's going, can I just get out of here? Yeah. I've got stuff Good to work, do. Good work, Jack. Yeah, you have you got fu- can you answer that phone? Jack, it's been ringing for five minutes. <laughs> Come on. Great idea, too. Remember Wednesday. We'll workshop that. Hey, remember Wednesday. Uh, great batsman, Clive Lloyd, Viv Richards. Yeah. Someone's text that in, number 127. Yep. Give us your name, where you're from. See Jack going. Hey, lads, can't do it with favourite cricketer. Too many legends. Chapel, uh, Greg Chapel, Marsh, Lily, bloody Tomo, Healy, Border, Warner, Bevan winning one days, Big Merv Hughes. Cheers, that's from St. Boyd. Yeah. Yeah, some good cricketers there. That is. Absolutely He's great. named plenty of them. Um and Glenn said his favourite cricketer growing up was himself. Of course. Opened the batting for Warringah, Warringah Ruse under 10s and ended up 22 not out with a winning knock. Wow. Jeez. Good work, Glenn. Yeah. All right. Give us a call again, mate. No. <laughs> this is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll catch up with Simon Orchard from New South Wales Greyhounds. Got a couple of tips for tonight. Gamble responsibly. We'll get to that next. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, no sats, just Badge and Jace here tonight. Uh, last segment. You got a last laugh ready to go? Yes. A little, bit, it, little bit edgy. Is it? When, when you say edgy. my last show. <laughs> we'll You'd love out. that. You would love that. <laughs> this could be risky. Yeah. No, but when you, when, when you say it's a bit risky, is, mm. there's no swearing. No. Is there any uh, innuendo of the horizontal monkey kind? A little bit. Mm. No, not really. Oh, yeah. I go by. There's no monkeys featuring my stuff like that. Oh. Uh, updates on the Heat versus the Sixers reduced to 13 overs a side at North Sydney Oval. Great crowd. They stuck around during the rain too, Badge. Yes. Kudos to the crowd. 
Five for 80 of 8.1 overs probably the heat. say the sixes are on top with that five wickets, wouldn't you? How do you lose five wickets and eight overs? Well, the first one was a little edge behind, and the next one he skied it. You don't have to go it. through them all. Oh, but. Uh, Stephen O'Keefe, who works for us at SEN, oh. he's got three for 26. He has. Of three overs. Yeah. Don't you love Big Five Dash? for 80. Yes. Five for 80, 81. So they're, uh, you're going along at 10 and over, and they're going to need every bit of that. The heat because uh, it's just short boundaries. You yep. flick it in the air and it There's been no twos. There's been no twos. There's only been ones, fours and sixes. <laughs> yeah. You don't run the boundaries twos. Boundaries too short. No, you don't run You'd two. You don't run two. Uh, g'day, gentlemen. My solution to the beast catch is simple. Put the boundaries back to the fence line or closer to it. Modern equipment generally clears the lot anyways. Oh, oh, you know, we were talking about that catch. Of, of the, it's, oh, he's talking about the Nisa catch. Yeah. Um, you know, when he juggled it, he went over the boundary to, on the ground, off the ground, all that. Yes, if the if the uh, the boundary is the fence, they're not going to jump the fence and juggle it. No. But they could do some damage, I think. That's the problem. Yeah. Trying to catch catch him out there. Yeah. Uh, thanks for your text, uh, 974. Uh, thanks again, Big Jack. Please deliver the last laugh. That's from Glenn. He wants you. Oh, okay. Well, Badger's got Fortunately, a... Glenn doesn't have any sh- say on this show. Yeah. Uh, well, f- unfortunately, he does sometimes. But it's no, no. We're going to go with the risk. We're going with the risque one. Okay. To see, look, I don't care if it's risque. I just want us to laugh. Um, Rooster Mars on the text again. I remember Wednesday. She is Pugsley's sister and the daughter of remember Morticia and Gomez. That's good. That's uh, Big Jack. That can be the the the, uh, the promo for it. What the Adams family? Was that the show? It had like a hand in a box. Yep, hand. Was it called hand or was it called thing? Thing, yeah. Thing. What were they smoking? Grandma. They came up the, with that idea. The, do- the producers, the, yes. the writers. I don't know, but I want some. Clearly on the Susie Wongs. <laughs> uh, another outstanding show, fellas. Yes, thanks, Steve from Dubbo. Steve hasn't contributed much tonight. I like his witty humour. Uh, fave cricketers. Hey, Woogie, favourite player growing up was Michael Holding. Yeah, how good was he? Uh, also, was Kepler Vessels. G- yeah. The only player to represent two different countries at international level. In cricket, I think there have been a bunch of um, uh, South Africans. Tony Gregg springs to mind. He would have represented South Africa before he Did went he? to England. I'd imagine maybe he didn't. But I think there was a, there's a few. Uh, there was a Captain Graham, someone. Graham Hick. Played for uh, now great. There's uh, a few. Now, someone with better cricket knowledge yes. than us will know. Great that answer. I got, a, I got a feeling there's a lot of South Africans that went to England and were already internationals and then played for England. What's his name now? He's the England captain and he grew up in New Zealand. Did he play? He wouldn't have played any. No, he didn't play for New Zealand. Is anyone in the English cricket team is from England? <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, they, yeah, they, they import them from other countries mm. to come and play. Um, We've got one here. Uh, Greenkeeping Rooster says... Uh, if someone can donate some decent calf and hamstring muscles for sock, Stephen O'Keefe, he could play at least 50. Yeah, that's right. Couldn't he? He's going all right. Three for. Rooster Muzz again on the text, quick as a flash. Glenn is the human version of gout. <laughs> oh. Do the whack packer at each other? Where's they Adrian are, nowadays? They, they just. Has Adrian stopped listening? At the, did my Christmas wish come true? Is he, is he not mm. listening anymore? Hey, quickly, before we go, uh, weather for tomorrow, my favourite city in Australia. Is Cairns, you know that. 
It's lawless up there. For New Farm, Australian through and through, 23. Oh, no, we're doing Sydney. Sorry, you ain't chance of showers what tomorrow. What are you doing Cairns In Sydney for? tomorrow, 23. Oh, I thought we were doing Cairns. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Hey, before we go, that obviously that tra- tragic story yes. yesterday that emerged. Buffalo Bills, Damar Hamlin is still in a critical condition after suffering a cardiac arrest during the Monday night football game yesterday. Hamlin's uncle updated media a short time ago saying that Hamlin is showing small signs of improvement. That is great news. Mm. That is fantastic news. Uh, No word from the NFL yet whether this game will be played at some stage. It won't be played this week, uh, giving the players the chance to, um, I guess, get over the traumatic incident that occurred on the field. Yes, of course. Anyway, uh, my favourite... going to be okay. My favourite... Basketballer Aussie in the US is Josh Giddy, the former Adelaide 36. Not Ben Simmons. <laughs> What's happened to him? Is he still is he still bludgeoning? He's out partying with Nick Curie or someone. Oh, yeah, they are mates too, aren't they? I don't know. Anyway, Josh Giddy had the quarter of his life for Oklahoma Thunder. His side beat the Boston Celtics 150 to 117. Giddy drained 17 points in the third quarter and finished the night with 25 points. Five rebounds and five assists. Not bad, eh? Yeah, he's good. Gun, gun young player. Uh, speaking of Nick Kyrgios, before we go to the last laugh, Australian Open organisers are considering giving Nick Kyrgios a Tuesday start to give him as much time as possible to overcome his ankle injury. What? Oh, they really? can't do that, can they? What? What, give him a... a what, are they just going to do the draw around Nick? I've heard enough. They... It, this is about television rights, isn't it? Uh, that's right. On Sports Day, it's time for the it last laugh with Scott Sattler. He says, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. You Badge. Did. Bad. Sorry, go for it. Now, a guy, a guy goes to the doctor. Now, he's, he's old. He's 85. He goes to the doctor. And the doctor says, look, I'm giving you the full physical. Take this jar home. You need to come back with a sperm sample tomorrow. And he looks at him and he goes, oh... So next day comes back, gives him the, it's empty. The doctor says, what happened? He said, oh, I tried everything. He said, I tried my left hand, my right hand. I asked my wife, she tried with a left hand, her right hand. Jesus. She tried it with the teeth in and the teeth out. She tried everything. And he Badge. even asked the neighbour, I know. We asked the neighbour, she tried with an armpit, she tried with everything. And the doctor said, you, you asked your neighbour, he said, yeah, none of us could get that jar open. <laughs> That's very good, I like it. <laughs> An armpit. <laughs> Don't forget, grab the podcast from wherever you grab your podcasts from. We'll be back tomorrow night. See you, bud. See you. Good day.